0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, I can't believe
1: it. How, what's wrong with you? Uh, Oh, yes, I'm
0: trying to get this film made, but no one's interested. Why not? Well, because i make a petty ass sweet corn. I mean, it's just
1: not much comfort these days. Yeah, you're right. I remember when, you know, sweet corn used to be a staple of every meal, but now people don't have it that so much. What you need to do is get in touch with her film project. They help people from sort of different, not mainstream backgrounds get into film and stuff.
0: We haven't explained that very well, have you?
1: No, I haven't. Um, Just go to herfilmproject.com or follow them at herfilmproject and you'll get a better idea of how you can get help too. Oh, thanks. Can I just say one more thing? No, you can't. I'm going to the podcast. See you later, mate. Bye. Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Film Fandango, where we've taken two of the greatest film critics and killed them and replaced them with two... Twat. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm the other. My name is Merrick Larwood, and the guest today is Josh. Josh Howie. Josh Howey. I've just called you. Uh, sorry, Josh. I've introduced you as a twat. Yeah, well, that's because uh, I'm sure any regulars will know that already. Okay, fine. Um, for people expecting David Reed to be on the podcast, he wasn't twatty enough. It, well, no, he's having uh, a baby. Um, Classic twat manoeuvre. So he selfishly decided being a father is more important than talking to strangers about films disgusting I'm having a baby when's when your, no, ba- your, when your baby two, two weeks I and don't you, give you, a shit this is my priority mate being a guest on your show over being a father and you said you're, this is going to be your fifth child Josh. yeah so I don't care anymore you've got to get on with life you know they can start by the time you've had five the oldest one should be able to start raising the youngest so one the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and paying the mortgage yeah yeah how Ooh. old your oldest? Eight. So that's nearly. He's nearly there. Actually, you know what? He had an audition for a Spielberg movie. Did I he? really had this. I and mean, it's not like I'm one of those. Pretty, I never. We never planned this. They go what, to just did, did, did Steven Mr. Spielberg happen- just see him in the on the, in the soft play. Okay, thank you very much. Yes. What happened was he's doing a movie about Jews, as you do. And Molly, my eldest, goes to a Jewish school. So they sent out casting agents to all the Jewish schools, and they needed this is the lead actor for this like seven year old kid. And more Why does it, he have to be Jewish? You have to have the ringlets? No, just because he just needed to look Jewish. You know, but more yeah, he but looks. You can have other kids that don't look Jewish. Why do you have to have Jewish kids? But the character's Jewish, so look, okay, they could do a. Okay, right, so, went, so, <laughs> so he... they could do a. Yeah, okay, they could do a sort of version, uh, as list on him and get, what's his name, to Jew up. So Steven Spielberg's mate goes to your kid's school? No, 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 nothing like that. They went to all the Jewish schools. Did they, you know, said, hey, you got any good looking Jews? And uh, because of my wife not being biologically Jewish, he happens to be a good looking Jew. And so we got down. Anyway, point is, we got down to the final six. Wow, from from that and um, and yeah, so it's great. I really you have to practice the line. I had to you? practice line with him. He was a proper shit actor. But he looked. He looked, He looked good. <laughs> I was like, "You're fucking shit, mate." A moat. A moat. Is that what uh, you said to him? I know. I, I was like, "Look, you got to do it better. You got to like announce yeah. I, I mean, the I uh, but the. I bet you were thinking this could just pay. Oh, this mate, could pay for all. Of I had my future. I was like, "We're moving to America." <laughs> I was like, "I'm going to be best friends of Spielberg." Can you talk about? That? Did you have to sign a, a non-disclosure? No, I didn't have to sign anything. Didn't get it. So yeah, I down to the final six. I was ready, packing my bags. See you later, UK. And then he, then they went with an American kid. What a stupid little prick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll pretty. tell you what's funny, though. I've never... Cause I, look, I genuinely have never pushed them in that direction, even though that's what we do, but that's not what I've, I've sort of wanted for them. What more. would you like them to do? Um, make me money in any way possible. No, I... I I don't want them to be like lawyers and stuff. I wouldn't mind if he wants to be a comic or a writer or a clarineticist or whatever. Just something that he really is passionate about and is willing to not make any money at, like like me. That well, would be really, that'd be the really worried the whole time. Uh, Josh, for you, those you don't know, Josh Howie's a, 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 a wonderful comic. He did a great radio series out last year and you can find out about him. Is it jo- have you got joshhowey.com? I do it? have joshhowey.com, but there's no one else I'll wanted it. Follow him <laughs> at Josh Howie. Yeah, whatever. I Uh, I, I thought I'd say those... Yeah, get them out of the way straight away. I like it. Because I thought people probably stop listening. Yeah, just... Yeah, they will... So you want to get your plug in early. Is it Josh X Howie? Josh X Howie. YX. Because my middle name's Xavier. There wasn't a Josh Howie? No. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Anyway, look, finishing this amazing story... Yeah. Didn't get the part, but when we went for this audition, I'd never been in that world, like, you know, pushy parents and stuff so it was really funny like as we were waiting for the audition with the other parents and they were like real dicks the parents and sort of a little arsehole yeah. seven year old came out of the audition in front of us and was like so um oh I'm really disappointed I really thought I was going to meet Stephen <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And like and it was right then BFG was coming out, like it was the premiere. and he's like, "I was just hoping to ask him if he'd get me tickets for the for the BFG premiere and whatever. And they're like, Oh we'll see what we can do and he was like, Okay, well I was just I'm really disappointed. I really was hoping to you know and did it, that put Morty off the whole thing? Did he enjoy it? He no, thought. but I made a point of saying, Do you see that kid? Don't be like that kid. Don't be a dick, basically. And um So but we didn't get it, but I said, you know, well, look, keep him on file and whatever. I just got an email yesterday from BBC doing the Miserable or something. And he, they want to see him... Jean Valjean. From... Jean Valjean. <laughs> They want to see him for some kid. I I don't know. So we're going to go in on Thursday to audition. So the, for... kid, the kid gets killed. Who's the little annoying kid that gets kid Yeah, in? I think he's going to be the little annoying kid, maybe. Hopefully. Anyway, so... Um... Mate, you are going to make nothing out of I'm going to make it. BBC... <laughs> your kid's going to make you will. rich I've got to decide come. if I'm going to give them this money or not. Like what? I've What already... is the protocol on if your kid, like, yeah, I think you're meant to steal it all. But do they, Who does the money go straight to the parents? Or I think you... it goes to the parents. That's why, you, don't you get all those kids suing their parents when they get older and stuff? I'm taking that money, man. Well, you take all of it? No, I'll leave them like a tenner. So say, you earn, say they say, right, 50 grand for Jean Valjean, <laughs> for the BBC, for his four lines, yeah. But, okay, but you, say fifty grand. All right, I would. Hmm, that's a tricky one. Fifty grand. What would? You, what do you think? What are you thinking? You've been my business advisor. Well, I think you should. He should have half in a trust fund. Okay. Yeah. And half for um, growing up expenses, because that way later on he can't sue you for it. You could say that was the cost of your. That was cost to help erase him raise him, but you just spend it on the other kids and get some comments. 50 grand is what we need to do with the loft. So I might be like, i building bedroom. you. Yeah, so I'd be like, here's your bedroom. That's a really good that idea. That might be that be the way. And then we get a loft, and then we get the value of our property. Like, we get the extra. But bit. then he could, when you sell the house, he would say that is... I'd give him that. When home. you become estranged from like, him, he goes, when he starts taking drugs and stuff like that, and does the... I don't see him doing that, but yeah, there could be a problem there. No, I I, um, I did a lot of modelling, as you. No, <laughs> when I was a child, because my parents did like PR for like all yeah. these products, so I did. I was like the Rally Vector kid. You remember the computerized bike? I did that. I was the nylon pens kid. So I did a lot. I did a lot and of this who stuff. Who took that money? Yeah, I didn't get a penny. Really? Yeah, I never got a penny. But I did go to like public school and stuff. But then my parents were rich anyway. Yeah. But they never get. They never like put it aside or any shit like that. So it's fac- the fascinating world. That's oh, a whole new. You could do a whole show on this, but. Um, we did go to cinema. Yes, we went to cinema today. Thank you for that. You wanted to go and watch Killing of Sacred Deer. Yeah, I did. Which I had watched the uh, previous day. And um, Was that a lot better? I bet it was. Well, we went to see um, The Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, my God. With Academy Award winner, <laughs> Kenneth Brenner. <laughs> I think that just sums up the credits. The fact that it says he lists himself top and says Academy Award winner. But then all the others. There's lots of other Academy Award yeah. as well, there. Yeah? Okay, so what um, can you tell us briefly about? I mean, people must know this story. W- yeah. W- what happened? A person what, gets, what, gets the, murdered, and he's he's Hercule Poirot. Parra,
0: he's, yeah, he's, and,
1: and he's got to solve the crime basically on this train. It's a really. Fa- it's been done. Agatha Christie's a thousand most, billion times. Most famous one, and it was 1974. to be one of the best adaptations. Where yeah. Albert Finney pa- played uh, Hercule Poirot. And Lauren Bacall's in it. I think Ingmar yeah. Bergman yeah. Uh, won an Oscar for her role in it. And it's that was sort of the, the golden the era. Yeah, and I think sort of it would work superstar. a lot better at because it needs to be set in the era. Because at least, even though it's seventy four, it would feel dated now. And it needs to feel dated because it is, even though it's set in the sort of thirties. The whole and, idea is dated. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, and also, the pro- I mean, look, there's so many problems here. Let's go through them. I mean, my biggest number one problem. Yeah. Is. erectile dysfunction. Yes. My second problem is Kenneth Branagh. Oh my god. I, I can't stand him. He's always plays the lead roles yeah. for parts he shouldn't be playing. And you can tell, I thought, I didn't know he directed it, but at the end, it's, you think, oh, halfway <laughs> through, you think, well, clearly he directed this. He was just literally. There's too many shots of his beautiful eyes, his and beautiful hit, blue and eyes. His dickhead <laughs> moustache. Oh. It's an awful vanity project. Well, this is the thing is it's, a, the, it's worse than that because it's a vanity project about a character who is super vain anyway. So Poirot is like just this kind of vain dickhead anyway, whether he's a genius or not. But the point is he is this vain dickhead. And you've got this vain dickhead playing a vain dickhead. Yeah, so it's, it's not, like it's, not so yeah. it's just too it's too much. He multiplied. It's multiplied. multiplied. It's 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 ridiculous. It, it it's and it's just it's a bad film man. Yeah. I mean it's weird. I haven't seen a bad I guess because having so many children, you really have to pick what films you're gonna go out and see. Well it costs you about a million pounds yeah. it, each time you go to the yeah. Mall? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but even if what I mean is like if if we're gonna have a date night or something, it's like you wanna make sure it's gonna be like a blade runnery, like a good movie. And this was just dross. It was... I mean, it was beautifully shot. That's the best thing I could yeah, say I about it. I think the costumes were brilliant. It looked amazing. And that's what I thought several times. I thought yeah. all this work has gone into these I shots. Know. All this money, all this talent. Great actors who... And it was just bad, man. It was, really bad performances. I thought days, the days were Star Wars was that, yeah, awful. Yeah. And the worst... They had a Kira Knightley impression. The worst was... I mean, even the, his moustache is just... Was silly. It was like three mustaches and one mustache. Yeah, but there were loads of like plot holes, inconsistency. Like it just, it didn't feel clean as a movie. Like in terms of even though the plot is a bit messy and you have to bring all these elements together, it just felt like even that part of it was bad. There's always a problem, isn't there, when you've got loads of A-list celebrities playing characters. Mm. You have to try and give them their, m- their moment. moment in the sun. Yeah, and all this is it's just someone talking to you on a train. Yeah, really. I, I would say the only reason to see this movie is to see Michelle Pfeiffer being old. But you could you could have seen her do that in Mother. I think. I oh, see. I didn't see mother. Oh, be- was mother. oh, she was a Mother. yeah, yeah. Of course, I didn't get to see Mother. Yeah. So, so she was old. She looked old in Mother, did she? I thought in this one, I thought that in some compared to what she looked in Mother, I wondered whether that it actually. Um, done some sort of CGI on her oh, face. Oh, really? Well, I think, what was plastic surgery, surely? I mean, well, no, her mother, bizarre. she looked... She looked wrinkly, did she? More, she looked older in mother, which must have been, you know, she filmed about six months later, mm. and, and I thought, when there was a close-up on her, I thought, hmm, that's amazing. You, oh, they, Jay, yeah. you think they've done that vast that weird thing with the so, yeah the effects afterwards? I think it was, it was a close one. Her, and I thought they this they looks like, suspiciously digital. If I'm thinking about it, then it probably is, has happened. Um, maybe it has. Yeah, it, it's 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 just it's a bit unnerving, isn't it? What seeing her because it's like inside of her. You know what she was? It was like watching that terrible Princess Leia thing in Rogue One, like the te- like the fake Princess Leia, like. It was like watching that, but like with a real actor. So I it was don't like. I think she looked that bad. I think she. I don't. No, but she didn't look human, really. Yeah, but didn't, that... she didn't look normal. She didn't look like a normal older person. She looked like there was this like younger digital effect person inside of an old person. It was. Really, I thought it was bizarre. That's what happens. That's how we turning into robots? Yeah. And um, what other problems did you have with the film, Josh? Uh. I mean, surely that's just enough, isn't it? The sound already, isn't it? Just Kenneth Branagh, just the never-ending shots of his moustache. I did have historical problems with... Uh, as it, the movie starts in Jerusalem uh, by the Wailing Wall, and at that time, there was no, the Wailing Wall was not like... Um, 1934, isn't it? Yeah. 1934, there wasn't a big plaza there at the Wailing Wall. I it's just something I happen to know, and obviously they put in a plaza because they wanted to film there, ridiculously, I don't know why I didn't really say add anything. Yeah, to the I don't part. know why they filmed the Wailing Wall. Yeah, and the whole, and then it was, and he sort of then jams his stick into the Wailing Wall, which is very disrespectful to my people. That's the holiest place. Yes, in the... I mean you would, you would never dream of <laughs> literally ramming your walking stick <laughs> in, into the into a, a, a one of the religious symbols of. <laughs> One of the biggest religious symbols, yeah, of, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's certainly the holiest place in Judaism. So it was, that was weird, and then just the fact that there wasn't a big plaza. It was actually that wall at that time was just like a like a uh, an alleyway. It was only when Jews got Jerusalem in you know um 67 that they then just blew everything up and made the big plaza. <laughs> is it, but is this Kenneth kind of Branagh hatred I've got, yeah. which every time I see him is something. He always plays the he always plays the lead of. Of huge like Hamlet or yeah. he's always the he never takes he really takes the piss out of himself. Yeah. Well, he and doesn't all, seem like he's someone who has a sense of humour. But but he, he casts himself in these huge roles and that yeah. he directs and he yeah. I just think is it just me who thinks he's a knob? I mean, he's a pain. He's gotta be a, No, he's got he's he's gotta be fair he's gotta be a bit of a knob, surely. But even in this thing you think what well, you've given yourself a bit be- the best part. You're in far too many... The other characters haven't got time to breathe it's all about Poirot. Yeah. And up with and an old... Stupid old, old egg fetish. Yeah, and you've wasted... You're a bit of like Julie Dench there. Yeah. Uh, Penelope... I think what's her name? I think he the Spanish lady. Yeah, Penelope Cruz and... Penelope uh, Cruz, who that's the same part in my Bergen one Oscar the for. She's got about three lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's, he made... It, it, it was like utterly unnecessary and if you're going to do something like that and take something that was basically not broken or very good, yeah, do something new or do, and, and then of course, I mean there's problems anyway that everybody knows the ending now, it's just, that's part of popular culture isn't yeah. it? If you don't know the ending, then you at least b- bring us to the ending in a new fresh way or something. It was, for a second I thought maybe this is like a piss take like a Clue movie. You know what I mean? Like it maybe this it is was funny up. though, it wasn't. Well, yeah, but it was but it, but it wasn't, it was just bad. But I thought for a second, oh, I, maybe this is like heightened and sort of, ridi- the ridiculousness is deliberate. But it I don't think odd it things was. where they shot scenes just purely looking down on the couches, Yeah. Looking down. Yeah. Just, just for effect, just to sort of feel like he was doing something original. Yeah. Or different. And, but obviously they had their train and I'm sure they built it and then they just shot in, you know, like they did Das Boot or something. They just shot all around it. But it was it, it was boring, isn't it? It was just, it was crap. i nearly fallen asleep, like, twice. If you I, hadn't gone for a wee, I would have fallen asleep. I nearly fell asleep. That's why I went for a week. That's well, why I'd you did go it. for a week. Otherwise Josh just wouldn't fall asleep. Yeah, then, the... and then well, I came back to our shots, it <laughs> happened. He went, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you had gone for about an hour. of nothing. <laughs> um, I give it four Marics. Because I think that the costume and the cinematography were great. How many Josh's you give it? Two Joshes. Wow. A Josh each for those two things. I yeah. mean, four is. Uh, it was bad. Uh, the man. Killing of the Sacred Deer is a far more interesting film, which I give seven or eight marks, which is a really. I wish dark, I'd seen that, man. If anybody'd weird... waited for me, I would, been, I would have been. I would love to have seen that. Yeah. And you've already talked about Thor in a previous episode. Yeah, we did Thor way? last week. Oh, man. But if you have to go and see uh, any of these films, go and see The Killing of the Sacred Deer, one. Then if you like thought you like to, yeah. and then and, then and then, don't go and see it. Just don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if anything, we're the the service that we are being provide that we're providing today is to say just don't see it. And if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend who's like has read the one random good review of this and like no, I like Kenneth Brenner or whatever, then hopefully fight your corner and just be like, look, it's proper crap, okay? And it's not. And I, and I like a good crap movie sometimes, There's the right kind of crap movie, and there can be redeemable... Elements to it, but this is just it's more worse than crap, it's pointless. There's nothing you can take away. Johnny Depp, now, Johnny Depp's like, probably the best thing in it. Really? I, well, I thought Johnny, Johnny Depp's coat was the best thing in it. That was a great coat. Oh, but, his coat, I mean, the, the costume was great, but it, that even like Johnny, I, I don't know what how Johnny Depp is picking his movies. When, when was the last good movie he made? Um, it's just everything I've seen him for like the last five six years seems really bad. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Really that was the last no, was that was, that was like 20 oh, years ago def- I've not seen Love in Las Vegas seen bits of it Yeah that's a great movie No no but I'm talking like the last 10 years or something it's just, No he's just on those pirate ones isn't he Yeah Plus things like Mortar high or whatever which was yeah. the, wor- the worst movie Well just don't go and say it Anyway Let's move, let's move on Positive things To this this is from Lee Wood I can't remember if I read this out last week or not so you know that's going to be one of the problems me reading out letters <laughs> over and over again but, but then Lee will have another reason to listen in yeah uh, the subject is sorry to see David go dear David Marrick and Buddy and all the other cast members Sirens and asshole Dogs they've all gone I've been listening since the absolute days and I was sorry really sorry to hear that David will be leaving the show one of the main reasons I love the show is the rapport that you both have with each other I now miss that banter that you have with each other I suppose having a child is fair enough reason to leave, so I allow it. However, I feel it's unfair on Buddy and the regular background cast be dropped just because you're having a baby. Surely you should take their feelings into consideration. Anyway, thank you for all the five years of podcast. On Monday, into work won't be quite the same. No pressure, Marek. I expect the same quality output going forward. Well, sorry to let you down, Lee. Anyway, my questions are, what is David's all-time favourite top five films? Um, He's not here, so I can't answer that one. And worst five... Can't read either of those, <laughs> and then um, how do you not remember reading this letter last week? I or don't not? think I did. I've been watching the lethal weapon TV series, and my enjoying expe- and been enjoying as my expectations were really low. However, the two leads chemistry is really charming, and I was rather surprised. Do you think that there are other movies, TV shows that will happen? I mean, he's written this badly. This is not me reading it badly. <laughs> not your inability do you think to read. That movie, TV shows should be any good, or should stay at films. Uh, good luck with blah 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 uh, what yeah. what um, movies TV things do you think would be good Josh movies into TV series well we've obviously got the X-Men thing going on at the moment there's a, there's a fair few that, and there's a lot of those Marvel things that were that well, I think they shouldn't be films way. because they're just so interlinked there's so many references to the old mm. films that you just think D- don't I want to see if the whole point of going to see a film mm. is a self contained story yeah yeah that you don't have to go. Oh, who's that character? Although or it saying it? that, I wouldn't. Well, it's not that I want to see necessarily see a TV series, but to see a sequel to Unbreakable, if that and I. But I'd accept it if it came out in a TV series type situation. Okay. Like that world, like that kind of. It's, I still feel like that world wasn't explored
0: mm-hmm. in some
1: ways. I mean, now you've got you've got Snatch just started, which oh, sounds really? ridiculous. I mean, I'd, why, why aren't you taking a mediocre movie? To make a very bad TV series, I imagine. I watched *Death of Stalin* a couple of weeks ago, and I said to Lizzie, "That would be good as a TV." Really? really? I just thought you could go into it a lot more. There's so much happening there. Okay, but Back how? But surely there's going to be a, a finite. I mean, how would they keep that going from year to year? No, there'd be one. I think they should not try and they should do. Eight-part shows and, finish. for example, okay, like, yeah. Fargo is a oh, is a fantastic. huge success. Yeah, yeah. So long, longer form storytelling. Well, that's yeah. that's like an eight-hour movie, yeah, isn't it? So that's they're brilliant, movie. and you don't have any of that hangovers and explanation, yeah. and you know the story's going to finish, yeah. and, and you think I can trust this. Another good example, I think, is uh, like Show Me a Hero. I've not seen that. It's like David Simon, obviously, did The Wire, and uh, that's a great. That's eight parts, HBO, amazing production amazing you know it's just a long-form story and i think yeah yeah, i think that and more and more so and i know we're certainly not going to be the first people to say things like this but yeah the having that stuff those original stories on television are bet it's better suited i think we are the first people to ever say it really you think this is is the the golden age of television almost a lot of the time this podcast is we're the first people to (laughs) to say that tv is better in a lot of cases yeah it's rare for a for a for an eight-hour perfect bit of television to surpass a two-hour sto- story nowadays, sometimes. I mean, it has to be a re- pretty amazing two hours to surpass, like... A, oh, you were saying, going, mm, I don't know. Like, what, what was the last film that... I mean, I guess, like you said, I haven't seen Killing of the Deer, whatever. Would that... You think that surpasses something like The no, because or... you can go more in-depth depth with it. But things... Um, I still think my my greatest... Television experiences have been films and not TVs. Okay, yeah. What about The Matrix or something as a TV series? I don't know. I'm bored of this question. All right. <laughs> Thanks, a, Lee. Here's another letter. She's from Superfan, Chris Webb. Is he a Superfan? How do you he, know he's a Superfan? He, he got voted the number one Superfan oh. in a... I mean, I know you might not listen every week, but... Last Maybe. year, there was a real... <laughs> there was, you know, a was a big a, buzz about that. Yeah, and how do you get voted to be a superfan? It was on Facebook between Chris Webb and Martin Appleyard, and Are there you, was you, suggestions that Martin Appleyard had fixed it when he went he saw into the lead. Chris yeah. Webb came back and became the, the champion. Si- and yeah. it was this was voted by the other listeners? Well, Facebook, so it was completely wow. legitimate. Yeah, OK, that's pretty cool. And what did they win? Just the title? Pride, yeah, Pride. Yeah, self-respect, absolutely. Self-respect. I mean, you can't put a price on self-respect no of course not well I, I wouldn't know I don't have any but yeah here we go I'm going to read the letter dear Marek, David and Buddy and assorted Camden noises the truth is I don't have any film questions or topics of discussion but I couldn't let this week pass without waving a tearful farewell to David well this is already two weeks late so I'm wishing you and Danielle all the very best for your exciting new arrival As a Danielle Ward yeah oh I didn't know they had a baby I didn't <laughs> know that she had a boyfriend yeah they've been going out for about seven years so okay. that's probably the last time I saw her yeah congratulations uh, dad it was you it was seeing you that made me to think, oh, but, uh, cool. uh, yeah. Josh is married so I better get someone Fair. get on it yeah because <laughs> all these guys are going to get snapped up yeah that's cool Here is he continues um, I would give you some paternal advice but my daughter's a complete psychopath so I don't know so what do I know I've been a faithful fang dangalier that's the name. Okay, that's cool. Can, yeah, yeah. Since episode one in October 2011. I haven't missed a single one. This will of course continue when we have Marek's reinvented Fandango version point three point zero next week. Or, no, we're into, three weeks into it now. 3. 0. Um cool. So thank you Dave for the last six years. Hope you occasionally pop back in, in to say hello to everyone. Keep watching the films. Keep letting your baby watch the films. but Maybe not letting her watch the chest burst of scene from Alien. As she's seven and she may get a bit frightened. Lots of love, Chris. Also, um, Chris has got his own podcast. Oh, wow, look at this. Cross pollination. Yeah. Cross podication. Sorry. And it's called Still Any Good. And so you should check out Chris Webb's still any good. And is it, what, films that, like, looking at older films? Yeah, he goes, what he does, bloody goes back and he watches the films <laughs> that he liked when he was <laughs> young and he thinks, oh, me, this is still any good. What, Predator and things like that? Yeah, uh, he's done things like Highlander, Fright Night. Um, those are all great still. Yeah. They all stand up, I think. And crawl. Crawl. I'm not sure, sure about that. Well, yeah, have a listen. So oh. do, are you going to do, like, um, sort of have I got news for you roving roving guest type thing yeah you're the third one josh oh oh the third one yeah well, who did you get for the first two lizzie roper simon fielder wow you didn't even listen to the bloody podcast no. mate. what what so simon fielder does yeah probably <laughs> well his one well i don't know hey, well, one more letter uh, he i didn't know you that you were friends with lizzie yeah she was down the road didn't she I never see her. I well, I bumped into her once at Wood Green. This is not podcast material. She's just talking. Okay, again. okay, I'm sorry, but like, can I just say something? I bumped into her at Wood Green Shopping Centre, and she yeah. was like doing public massages, <laughs> and I was like, oh, how, what, things are going really badly. <laughs> she I was, like, was for a prank show. Yeah, it? it was, and I but I was like, I felt really sorry for her. And they're just like, oh no, no, I'm being filmed. I thought, oh, this is that was a long time ago, wasn't it? It was long. That's the last time I saw her. Hey, hey Lizzie, if she's listening, do you think she's listening to see what her competition is? Yeah. Okay. Who else you got coming up? Is it, do you only have three friends Spielberg <laughs> I'll see if I can get that wrong. I'm starting going into the big directors yeah listen we need to get go go let us, let us go go this is from Dan Rogers uh, miss you really, he basically says congratulations to David and all that nice being, being nice so I've already said that already It's not going to read that again anyway um, uh, Maric would you like to have kids or does your hatred of other human beings put you off mm. I think I could afford to have kids unfortunately or would do if you could? No, I wouldn't like to have kids. Okay, there you go. Um, it's probably the most honest, open thing you've said in our 15 years of friendship. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose I had something film-related. This is, this is back to Darren. Okay. Watched Nina Forever on a film Four recently. Bonkers film about a girl that comes back as a zombie to fuck up her bom- former boyfriend's love life. Not sure if it was supposed to be a comedy, but I laughed loads. It was one of the weirdest films I've seen in ages. Recommended? Not sure. Six Darren's. Um, have you seen Nina Forever? Nope. I think it's an English film. Might have to check it out though. Yeah, have a look at that. Well, thank you, thank Darren. You. Um, uh, oh, that'll be enough of that. That's good. That's, that's amazing. You've got people writing in there like proper letters, actual communication. This is lovely. Yeah, it's Brilliant. nice, isn't it? It's nice. OK, let's go to this section. We're going to find out about the guests, what things are like and other bits. We're some questions about films. Here are the questions coming up. OK, Josh, I mean, our listeners... We'll be listening to this podcast thinking, I just want to know more about this man. His voice is so fulsome. (laughs) And laced with such knowledge. What? Well, I used to do the movie geek. I was the movie geek on Sky Movies until uh, they cut budgets. But I did that for quite a few years. And before that, I did another film show on a channel, Universal channel, that no one got. But um, but film was like was has always been my main passion before I got into stand up. You're the unknown Jonathan Ross. That was that was that's my dream. <laughs> that's that's still my dream to be the unknown. You, you, but you're more into stand up now than film, aren't you? Well, I'll stand but I always kind of got into stand up because I wanted to then go and make films. Why don't you make a film, man? Okay, I'll see you next week with my film. <laughs> I did. I did a couple of shorts and stuff. And I, you know what stand ups like? It's like you're getting all that training to go and write a script and you're learning how to act and all that stuff yeah my plan is still I'd still love to make a, make a feature one day yeah absolutely mm. That'd be nice yeah I look forward to that yeah um, so the question we've been asking everyone Josh first of all mm. could you get originally with people's top five films but yeah. just quickly list five films that you are, that are close to you that may that are good for our listeners to watch. Okay, fine. And can I? I'd like to apologise to anybody who listened to an episode that I was on about four years ago, where I recommended Ride with the Devil. Like, I we came. Watched it. Yeah, we watched it, and I felt bad. i I was. There's a lot of pressure to do these it like this. That. It wasn't. It was quite. It's, it's, it's a good film. movie, but it's like, look, you want to when you're into film and that's your passion, you kind of want to do like, hey, f- watch Five Easy Pieces or Harold and Maud, and they're like the obvious kind of. Not really. Indie Maybe. movies to, to watch or yeah. to recommend anyway to sound like you know what you're talking about. So I thought, well, why don't I sort of recommend this movie that I think has been a bit overlooked and I like Ang Lee stuff. We've and lost it, all the distance. It's fine, don't worry. It's all right. Well, I point is I feel slightly bad because that is not a movie that would anyway d- define me. I thought it was like a quite a good movie that I think was overlooked but I felt like if I had that one chance... Yeah, yeah, of, oh yeah. Right, fine. yeah. Okay, number one, Annie Hall. There we go. Boom. That's going to be number one. That film defined me... Uh, I, when I first got together with my now wife, I took her along to they like, they had like a, a reprint of it, and I basically said this film defines me. If you don't think it, it's great, she still thinks shit. Yeah, well, this, so she sat there. I was like, if you don't think it's funny, there's no point in us being together. And she just sat there through the whole film, fake laughed, like just, and then and then like yeah, yeah, that was great. And then years later, she's like, yeah, I didn't really get it. Um, that I love that film, I, and I sort of mimicked uh, lots of of it into my personality I remember watching that as a sort of 16 year old and sort of going right this is who I'm going to be as an adult Um I'm what a sex offender? Yeah, and I'm on my way uh, next one next one I would say Blues Brothers mm-hmm. watch that film over and over again on video had it on VHS from some recording on TV and just watching it every Saturday there's a few films that we watched every year uh, every week we just wake up Saturday morning put on Blues Brothers and I can could... I've only ever seen it a couple of times yeah. uh, next one uh Dirty rotten scoundrels! Oh, so good. Such a good film. Such a good film. I interviewed. Um, I did this like hour interview with Michael Caine, and obviously I've seen all of his movies, but that was like. The, I was like. I, by the way, I, you know, I it, did, it's so joyful. It's so fun, and he said that when he's doing the uh, whipping his legs, Steve yeah. Martin's legs. He said that he improvised the third. So <laughs> like, if you watch it, and I went over and I watched it that night, and you could see him like smiling, like laughing because he's cracking himself up. Yeah, Emil's. The fan. <laughs> you can see him like laughing to himself as he does it. It's so joyful. Oh, man. It's brilliant. And it's and they perfect. Re, they're remaking it. Now. I know. Well, that, that could I went work. for a casting I, for that. Oh, really? As with women, right? Yeah, but I went for just dis- I went for and didn't get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, be a- Allison's
1: directing it. Okay. I, look, that could absolutely work. I don't think there's an issue in terms of it possibly not being funny. I mean, Ghostbusters was just not a good movie. It wasn't because they were women, and it just wasn't. A no, good, no, good but movie. I do, it's the chemistry between. Yeah, uh, if they get the right thing, I mean, it's. The thing is, what made the first one was that it played against it was male gigolos, and that it sort of went against type So mm-hmm. but now it's sort of with that's slightly weird. So what? It's gonna be about a prostitute female prostitutes. Well, it's yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna judge it and I'm and I'm sure it could be probably funny. But again, I hope it's just not a pointless remake as a, like just like murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, but they're both so you can't I can't see anyone. Yeah, why? I mean, Steve Martin, Rupert. Yeah, that's, that's the best, and that chemistry, the two of them together. And Michael Caine, he's a perfect so, straight. Yeah, yeah perfect. great, great comedy actor yeah. in that uh, for that playing it straight and everything. Yeah, so no. that that's number three. Uh, gosh, oh man, I just yeah, uh, uh, Godfather maybe. I mean, I mean, we're just do getting you, a bit cliched, you know. But you know? well, I think like, the top ten. I, I think Shawshank Shank Redemption is an amazing film. Yeah, but got. Um, both Simon, we did the IMDb yeah. numbers last week. Yeah, Simon Fielder but and the Zero They haven't seen the Godfather or oh, the Godfather Two. No, no, no. See that shit is just fucked up. That's like, get the what the fuck well, are they doing? Why to... are they on a fucking podcast about films? Wait, 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 what? wait, 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 wait. Well, that should be the first question you want. Hey, calm down. No, I'm not going to calm down. That's Eat. bullshit. No, <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Do you, is, this how you, is this how you behave to your kids when they uh... <laughs> Well, yeah, what they do got. you never seen. We Pe- never seen fucking Pepper Pig I, Actually, I had to show them. I, we only. I wanted to. Show them, my, my wife wanted to show them Ace Ventura, but we couldn't find. Netflix only has got number two. So I so was like, awful. God, but they thought it was funny because they're idiots. I was like, you know, the first one's not a bad movie. Anyway, but the point is, how could you not see Godfather Anyway, mean, that's... that's so you've got. What did you say? Um, the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, that's that's like. Have you seen the Godfather rather than Godfather Two? Yeah, you have to watch The Godfather to preach yeah, The Godfather exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you watch Godfather 2, you, yeah. you wouldn't be. It's like Judaism and Christianity. You need Judaism. Well, I think. Uh, I think a different <laughs> point. Okay, number five. Number five. Um, oh, so, movie that would like define you. You one more? Just I mean, you know, what? what I'm just going to say it. I don't give a shit. Like there are movies like things like Star Wars and whatever. They're part of who I am. But in recent years, the film I probably watched the most is Taken. Oh, really? I just can't stop watching that film. Why? It's great, like, filmmaking and action and and, and you rock up and you're drunk at one in the morning and it's on. It's just on all the time. And as soon as it's, it's on... It's pretty weird that Liam Neeson's become...
0: Well, now he's we should... stopped
1: doing any of those. He's, that's he's stopped. We did this sort of yeah. spate of being Yeah, he action had man. his ten years and he said now he's just too old and it's ridiculous. But that movie that kickstarted it, oh, he, he's a great action star and it's just got like badass scene after badass scene well, I think scene. he's a great actor yeah in- and that's what makes him but, but, there, but that's in- a well directed movie for yeah. that for what that sort of movie is I'm okay. not saying it's the best movie ever made I'm just saying it's a film I have watched over and over again because every time it's on I mean obviously there's going to be you know Goodfellas and things like that are the same sort of thing if it's on that's the next two hours of my life gone but for some reason there's there, that is the guilty that's my guilty pleasure taken good interesting choices okay I'm going to skip the filming, who would you go and watch the film with question. Because we're, we're, it's just, Why? Because it's I Why? a good gone. answer. Who are you going to say? I was going to say Kevin Spacey. That would be fun. American <laughs> What would you go and watch him? I'd go and like, say, did you touch his cock? <laughs> did that did, you, is did a good, you feel that? Yeah, but like, like get some evidence on him to use against him in the court of law. Because he, in LA Confidential, he actually sets up, he plays as a detective, oh, yeah. who actually sets up the guy yeah, um, the, in the, with the press. Yeah so that's, that's a, fascinating that's a great movie LA Confidence yeah um, okay and your IMDB number which as regularists know, you get by going through the IM- IMDB top 250 films and the first one you haven't seen is your IMDB number what's yours uh, it was 57 which, uh, was, which was which was I don't even I'd never even heard it before what was it it was Grave of the Fireflies Grave of the far- I I'm very disappointed. I really thought I would get into the hundreds easy. It's because there's a few, there's always a new films come in there. Okay. And they get through. There's a few anime ones. So Princess Monoke, I've not seen. I've seen that one. And we watched Grave of the Fireflies before, I think. And We both thought it was pretty shit. Okay. I just, it's because when I was about, about 10, 15 years ago, before Family and whatever, I, I was watching about four films a day. I, this is like even video shop time I had a video shop next to me I was mates with the people in the video shop and it was like an art house video shop as well and I would go in there and they would just let me take four films out watch them through just the day get out. just give them the films just give the, get them out, out, so out of here so it he doesn't have to hang out get, and be like all get, wanky and... get out of the shop and take the films Josh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that pretty much sums it up and so I I went through I, at the time I think I had like a book of you know the top 500 movies. so I'm I pretty much and I, w- I was meticulous in my list and I'd cross things off and and had little notes and stuff about everything but yeah like you say there's a few things that have just come in over the last few years that, I just, uh, that have passed me it's by. amazing I mean you could it, does, it shows that you can watch the top 500 films and it, and it doesn't you know make you seem any more enlightened <laughs> 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 sorry uh, anyway sorry I was joking anyway that's the end of that section and it was fascinating to learn more about you oh. now it's time for this Film quiz,
0: trivia questions, facts, other things, interesting, yes.
1: Uh, Josh, this is the the fairly new edition, this is the quiz section. 3.0? Yeah. This is the Fat Club I I ask five questions of a similar sort of ilk. Okay. Currently the scores have been, Lizzie got 0.5, Simon got 1.5 well wow. they're quite difficult Out of questions. Five. yeah okay Are you ready yeah I've written down on a piece of paper This is really younger listeners this won't know what that sound is but it's a piece it's of a paper it's a piece of paper well the first one is I give you the Spanish name of the film okay and you have to guess what the film is okay and we'll, for example we've had uh, Vaselina okay which was Grease Okay, and then uh, the, is that uh, a direct translation. Though? A direct translation. Okay. From, is this is Google Translate. As no, this, to... is, this is this is what they were called when they were released in yeah. Spain. So yeah. it's really called Vasilina. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Wow. Great. Here is your one. Okay. Secreto en la Montana. Oh, Scarface. No, the, say the, it again. Secreto uh, uh, secret like secret secret. o' la yeah. uh, Montana. Secrets of the Mountain. So Mount, like Mount, Secrets of the Mountain. Okay, but what movie would be, se- Secrets of the Mountain, that, like, the, the, that Brad Pitt movie, The Fall, or whatever, you know, with the... Secrets of the Mountain. Secrets yeah. of the Mountain. Okay, okay, Secrets... Yeah, everyone at home is joining in. Secrets yeah. of the Mountain! And there's, I'm thinking about, okay, Cold Mountain. Good. Cold, give the- yes. a fine answer. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. Secrets of the mountain. Like, oh, I know, I know exactly what it is. Alive. These are very good guesses. You could go for the whole. Broke, you know, you'll kick yourself because I think alive is a brilliant one. That's oh. actually too clever. It's broke but mountain. <laughs> 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 oh, secrets. Man. Of, the- oh, of course it is. Yeah, but alive would work. Alive, alive is would work. much better. Yeah, secrets of the mountain. Yeah, that's great. But alive is quite catchy. Can I get half a point for that? No, but I think you would have impressed a hell of a lot of people. Okay, well, watching. thank you. Okay. Uh, the next one is, who was originally cast in a uh, film? Okay. So we had, the famous one is, uh, we've had Back to the Future, yeah, which oh, was man, Eric well, Stoltz. That would have be been my, yeah. Uh, this one's quite, and the other one was uh, Harvey Keitel, who was in Apocalypse Now yeah, and replaced. Yeah. You might get this one. Who was originally cast to play Indiana Jones? Ooh. Oh, I do know. Uh, what's the name of the moustache? Yeah, uh, the, the he was in Friends playing Rachel. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 but it, he's not really a film star. Well, he's uh, just give me his first. Yeah, name. I'll give you. Yeah, it. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, Magnum. Ma- yeah, Magnum PI. But give me Tom Selleck. Tom, Tom you had it. I, had I it. knew it was. I knew it was. Um, See, so yes, it was originally he turned it down because of Magnum. He couldn't do both. Uh, yeah. Well, they're remaking Magnum. Talking about? Are they? Yeah. He was really he could, good at Magnum. I know they can't. He was just so, like, so eighties. So. Yeah, it was so you can't do that again. Tailored. And because they're all, they're, part of the theme was in Magnum. They're all like Vietnam War vets who are yeah. a bit mental. Well, I guess now they're going to be the class, you know, golf veterans. Not, yeah, the not be quite. It's not so much. Uh... Yeah, they're traumatized still. I think anyway. Right. So you've got one, one point. One out of two. Okay. That's good. Okay. Now here's. I the still next think track. alive is better. for... Who is the oldest out of these two? Okay. Matthew McConaughey, yeah, Ewan McGregor. Ooh, uh, I know this answer, but I think it's 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 Ewan McGregor. I think he's got to be forty six or forty seven now, and I think Matthew McConaughey is only forty two or something, forty three. So okay. Ewan McGregor's your answer. Yeah. So Ewan McGregor was born on thirty first of March, nineteen seventy one. Okay. He's 46 years old. So I, I got that right. I got I actually. Math, yeah, yeah, you got it. That was got, good. That bit was right, yeah. Matthew McConaughey was born on the 4th of November, 1969. Oh, He's 48 really? years old. Oh, man. He's a tough. These that tough. was a toughie. But yeah. I knew that... that uh, yeah, okay. But you know why? Because I'm thinking of, um, you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey in... Um, Oh, what's the movie with his first film, which he did? It well, was really cool to see. Yeah, guy, hey, man, uh, high school girls. They said uh, I watched that the other day as well. Uh, uh, so normally, David could think of these. Yeah, it's, it's my the, my ability to retain. It's the high school thing. He plays a cool guy with a moustache. Yeah, and um, he was like twenty. Drop, drop something about dropping out or uh, high the high school? No, not high school days or something days or. Um, I'm looking school dates, not school days. Oh, everyone's going to this It's out. It's something. Days, days, Link, days are days. Days are confused. That's it. Yes. I'm Richard Lee. Richard, Richard, La- Richard Link Richard Later. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So that. So I thought in that he was playing like 21. I think he might have been 24. And I guess that makes. But he must have been. He must have been like 28 when he did that. It's about 20 years old. That movie. Yeah. He must be. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's why I got. That's why I messed up. All right. I'm surprised though. Okay. So was that a trick question then? It was just a difficult one. Yeah. Uh, next one. Who are gonna give you the real name of the actor? Okay. And who who are they? Jerome Silberman. Wow. Jerome he, Silberman. He's one of your lot. Yeah. <laughs> comedian. Uh, yeah. Man. Uh. Difficult. Oh, Jerome Silberman. Alright. Uh, this is this is pretty hard. This yeah, but this I I should know like on the Jew grapevine I like so I'm thinking it would be like uh, so it's obviously not Travolta or something like that like some Jew who's hiding their Jewishness Jerome Mm, Selber I don't know if he was well why would he he's he's in comedy that's a clear okay alright alright Tom Hanks or something No. more of a comic actor than a comedian okay Uh, and I'd say big sort of 70s 80s Albert Brooks or something no that's too Jewy uh seventies eighties uh, can you just take, tell you? yeah give me no just name me a film give me a film and no just, too much then whats what has he only been in one film no but he would, he would be no, the, just he' be the star of a film he'd be the star of a seventies comedy type movie yeah or all in a double act Richard Pryor it's Gene Wilder. It is Gene Wilder, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, that's what I, that's you meant that, yeah, so yeah. You, OK, I'll give you two. But I was being funny. I'll give you two. Thanks, mate. Right, <clears throat> so you've really won, OK? okay. Um, good, thank God. That was a hard one, though. You did get good clues. Yeah. But you think Gene yeah. Wilder... Wa- yeah. Jerome Silverman's not that... Gene Wilder's still quite... It's dewy and dewy yeah. a bit, yeah. He wasn't fully betraying his people. I haven't read his book. I suppose his autobiography is really meant to be excellent. Very talented man. Yeah. Um... Which of these was released first in the UK? Okay. American Werewolf in London mm-hmm. or The Thing, Kurt Russell version? Ooh. Oh, now that's the... Tr- is released in the UK. Yeah, but it's the same. Which was released first? I think I thought... Because I thought The Thing was 81. And I'm thinking... I feel like American Werewolf is like 79 or 80. But I would have thought they would re- release American Werewolf in London earlier... It feels like you're, again, doing like some sort of trick question. No, it's not, it's not trick. The, the UK, don't ignore the Forget UK Forget the UK, it just, okay. Which is before, which oh, is... Man, that's going to be close. It's about a year apart, it's yeah. Been, yeah. Um, and is it like 80, ish Or is it more like 79? You are, it's 80, I'll give you, it's eighty one, eighty two. Eighty one, eighty two. Oh my gosh, that's hard. I'm going to say, it just feels a bit more... Uh, I'm going to go American Werewolf first i don't know i'm going against my instincts but american world first you're correct josh oh wow for london was released on 12th of november 1981 the thing 20th of yeah. august or something oh, i can't my writing 82 okay yeah because it's because american world like, just has more of a 70s feel to it maybe because they recorded it right at the end of the 70s you had like if you think of like their shots of lesser square and piccadilly yeah. and circus it just feels a little bit like whiffnell and i that kind of... Even though that was set in the 60s, but it was like shot and had that feel to it. Anyway, yeah. Okay. They're both in my top 10. But with Nell and I? No. But oh, The Thing and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I can see that. They're not... Neither is in my top 10, but they're both... They're I maybe, think The Thing, each time I watch it, I'm amazed at how perfect it is. They're doing a ball game a bit, you know?
0: hmm
1: No, that, you don't... But that's... Okay, well, I'm into ball games and I'm well, What puts in the ball game then? Well, it's going to be like a hidden... So you, roll thing. you each play yeah. a character, you don't know if you're... Uh, yeah, the, the alien that's, that's quite good, actually. Yeah, isn't it? it's exciting. I'm excited. I think it's called Outpost at 31 or something, because that's what... Well, Outpost, oh, 30, Outpost 31 or something. I'm excited, Josh. Yeah, well, I'll buy it when it comes out and we'll play it. For me? No, for myself, and you can come play it. I <laughs> will buy it for you. Oh, right. Well, why don't you get someone to send in some money for you? Oh, that's a good point. If, hey! you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed listening to this podcast... I mean, oh, uh, the running costs have definitely escalated since I was taking <laughs> people to the cinema. Um, well, did enjoy- Dave used to pay for himself? Well, we, we I suppose we just go... One person will go to cinema each week. Oh, I see. Now you have to... Occasionally, yeah. Read- yeah. Yeah, yeah. OK. Um, and I just bought that thing. Oh, it's very expensive looking. Yeah, well, it was, it's more expensive than it looks. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a reference to the recorder. Anyway, if you enjoyed podcasting, and would like to help... Uh, funding costs is very much appreciated. Please go to filmfandango.co.uk and click on the donate button. Also please write in on the contact button on the same website. It would be lovely to hear from you and I'll read your letters out probably about two to three weeks late. Anyway, Josh that is qu- thank you very much for coming on. Um have you got anything you want to promote? No. Well if you can follow Josh on Twitter or don't, fo- don't worry about it. Or filmfandango no, at filmfandango at, Film don't have to or follow me. at Larwood or on Facebook, or uh, those things, just do those things. Right, well, that's about it, isn't it, I suppose? That's it, man, yeah. Thanks for inviting me, third. It was. What? Well, I can't believe you invited Lizzie and Simon. Well, I think how many times you've sworn in this episode. Well, you didn't tell me before not to swear. Which is, you think normally, a normal human being would think, oh, I might, I might just not swear. No, you know that my default setting is swearing when I'm not around children. <laughs> This is, I've got to get it all out I've spent too much of my life with our kids when they're not around I've got, i got to swear I've got to get it out well, that's what happens that's what fatherhood leads to aggression um, on that note keep what are you joining with you're going to join in with anything okay tell me what to do you just, you've done it before with the podcast haven't you? well it was a long time ago You say keep watching the films okay okay let's do it keep, keep watching, watching the, the films, films.